you're like really pretty. Thank you. So you agree. You think you're really pretty. Welcome, Frankensteins, to Yo Dad's Rank, the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world. The Dr. Frankensteins have voted, and we are officially talking about the best mean girls in pop culture. Yo, 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 that's right. Yo 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 So Caitlin, we would be remiss if this episode wasn't a love letter, at least partially, to yeah. Mean Girls, the 2004 hit film by Tina right. Fey. Right, but, because it's October 3rd week, right? And so that's right. like important. You've seen the Mean Girls things around because... Somebody, I think it's him that asks her what date it is. And she says October 3rd, right? It's October 3rd. Yep. Yes. And so <laughs> On October like, 3rd, he asked me what day right. it was. <laughs> so that's what we're saying. But like, guys, we're not just doing a Mean Girls episode. Right. We're taking it beyond that. So it's like half love letter, half just like we're going to just go in on pop culture. This is really, this episode is going to see a wide array of our pop culture knowledge. We're going to go back to the 90s. We're going to be current. We're going to be in movies. We're going to be in TV. We're going to, it's just, it's going to be a lot. Did I tell you that I did my own burn book kind of last week? Like really recently? Wait, wait. (laughs) Um... So no, you did not. I am go. I was la- my last day of work was last Friday, and I was going on maternity leave. And one of my coworkers, Teresa, a rank and a past uh, rank and sign of the week, nice. is covering for me once a week while I'm gone. And so she said, "Could you make like a Google Doc where you do like a little write up just on each kid, so that I know like where <laughs> they're applying and stuff like that?" And I said, "Sure." And I love all of my kids this year. Like nothing negative to say. But it was just such a funny moment as my kids are walking in. I'm like looking at them, nodding hi as I'm typing their names and being like a little unfocused. Don't know what (laughs) she'll major in. And I'm like, have a seat, like typing. And so I kept calling it my Google Doc burn book. So that's also in honor of October 3rd. Sweet Tea was like, can you just give me a little bit of info? And you're like, I'll do you one better. I was like, her mother was born in this year. (laughs) Like, that's what I did. You didn't call anyone a fugly slut. No, okay. never, and that's never. The I had nothing negative in there at, as far as I can remember. You didn't it's, say that any of your students made out with a hot dog? Nothing like that. Nothing like that. I also heard that it's parent trap day tomorrow. Do you know what that means? Um, like, like, would you remember the switch? reference? Mm-mm. Oh, no. I was going to say, like, do you just, like, find a person and switch lies with them? <laughs> do you fence my... with someone? <laughs> <laughs> No, I think, and I haven't looked this up, but I think it's that they, remember how they say their birthday? Oh, I think it's got to be that, right? I didn't look it up, but someone was like, what do they mean Parent Trap Day? I was like, guys, we've got a lot of like October days coming up. It's Mean Girls, it's Parent Trap. We're in a good space to talk about some nostalgic Basically, Lindsay Lohan is making a comeback is what I'm hearing. Big time. (laughs) Big Big time. time. So before we get into the main content of the episode, we have to give you our Rankenstein of the week. This week, it is none other 
than Kelly Wayland. She and here's it. here's why, okay? So over on our Patreon, that's where you can vote for what we end up talking about on the main yes. channel. And we have put up this option. We've been doing our Patreon for almost a year now, almost yeah. as long as the, the main channel. So um, we've put up Best Mean Girls in Pop Culture like every, maybe once a month for like every year. <laughs> and it never gets vote. It never gets enough votes because there's more current things or funnier things. And that's what we talk about over there. But we put it up and Kelly said, listen, I have voted every <laughs> single time for this to be the topic and so it has to be and then she after her comment yeah it happened she was very nervous she said now watch your sister's gonna make one instagram story about the chris's and it's gonna be like 20 to zero and i said wrong you put it into the universe you are correct and she did it so i'm very proud of her she changed the tide and now we get to talk about this and really this episode has so much of of our energy like it's mm-hmm. it's crazy that we haven't gotten this episode yet because it's exactly what you and I love and so let's just jump into it basically what's gonna jump in happen today is if you guys you guys who are listening like you've seen people on youtube do those tier lists like those ranking lists where it's like a grayish black background with those like green boxes i'm making up the colors i was certainly not those like colors. this is really good to listen to yeah let's no keep going uh-huh. and you have like five categories and then maybe they're like you know i've watched many a 45 minute youtube video that says ranking every taylor swift song ever you really have mike's mike who we reference in our ranking sign episode this week in our patreon episode he does this a lot with like reality shows and things and they just kind of drag the clip like the little image into different tiers so you have a visual now like we've said we're not made for visuals like we you guys don't want to see us you don't need to see what we're working with right now not seen but we are going to do a verbal version of this (laughs) and put all of these mean girls into a different tier now something a disclaimer we love a mean girl. Like when we say yes. best, we mean best. We've long talked about how like the normal, average, boring, like 2% milk character girl. <laughs> I don't care about that person at all. We have various like real people that we use to describe this kind of person and use their name that yep. we love. So we are really saying we're not highlighting just that like Girls are sometimes written as mean. Those are who we are championing this. And they usually have of the TV show or movie, like they have the worst morals. You're they're there to like be an antagonist. They're a real foil, but don't they always rooting for that person? Always, never rooting for the Meredith Grey. I don't want the main character to succeed ever. There is exactly one of those typical girls that has gotten through our filter, and it's Haley. James Scott, and it's because she got married at 16. So is she a good girl? I don't know. Like, that's the point. But yes, we very rarely are Haley stands. We are the other side stands. Which we'll definitely get into. Which will make a point. So we've got five uh, categories, tiers, that we could put these uh, baddies in. And we've got like maybe 20 or so from different TV shows and pop culture that we'll go through. But we need to, we'll do a Mean Girls themed tier list. So these categories are based around Mean Girls. So I'll start at the top. If this is like top tier, basically, Kaylin, think like we just stand this person. We love yeah. this character. We're just like totally behind. It's just what we think. It's just our okay. favorites versus our least favorites, essentially. So if they're like the best ever top tier, then they go in the inventor of toaster strudel tier. Because okay. Gretchen Wieners is the best one. She is the best plastic. Now, you might think it's Karen, but 
Gretchen, I loved from the beginning, yeah. the first time I saw it. She's she's a force, and now we can see her on Hallmark every Christmas marrying a different architect. And then if you take her father, the inventor of Toaster Strudel, I mean, it's we're just like we're, we're says, in the stratosphere. my father, <laughs> the, the inventor. inventor it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> One of the best lines in the movie. Okay. <laughs> um, so next tier down, these are still great baddies. We love them. And that's the fetch tier. Okay. Because yeah. fetch, it's a good word. It we're didn't quite stick. We're trying to make it stick. happen. All right. We're trying to make <laughs> it happen. It didn't quite Genius. work. So they're not the best, but they're still good. The next tier down, these are like decent slash good enough. Okay. This is yeah. the fertility vase of the Umdabelli tribe. Okay. Because it gets broken, doesn't it, at the party? It does. Like you, that's yeah. a funny joke. We like it, but at the it's same good, time, it's good, but it doesn't last. Yeah, Caddy and us don't care as much about the fertility boss. Okay? But Anna Gassier is who talks about it, and she makes it like she's still great. So we're in the middle with her. You love Lady, I, <laughs> Lady, Lady Black. Lady I love her. We really need to do a full Mean Girls episode. Yes. Okay. Um, then we're going down to our fourth tier, which is like not quite it. It's not the worst of the worst. And this is our Danny DeVito tier. Um, <laughs> my favorite line. joke in the whole movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Danny DeVito, I love your work. So like that's a big diss. Like that's why it's down big low on the diss. tier. But it's also yes. not like the worst thing in the world. It's hilarious. And then the horrible tear, if this is just like, we can't stand this person, that is the coach car in the projection room above the auditorium. Tier. Horrific. Horrific, so, horrific. Let's put people we absolutely banish to the underworld there. That's great. I love yep. the tears. You did a good job with those. Okay, awesome. So let's get into... Um, <laughs> Our people. We're gonna tell you in case like you don't know this character, we'll give you like a small, small just like what. Now we're from not gonna tell you the about. actress probably. Like we didn't do like research. Like <laughs> right. we're gonna. This is just from our consciousness. Like where is this coming from? So we're gonna be doing a lot of making things up, but we're gonna give you the full picture. And if you really disagree with our rankings, uh, sound off in the show notes, LOL. Show um, notes? Okay, <laughs> exactly. They would never have access. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we don't have access. And we don't That's have any. Right, right, right. I don't right. know what it is. I still, we've been podcasting for a year, and I, to this day, don't know what or where a show note I would have is. known if someone spying on us right now hired me, but we, they didn't. So we'll just, like, that's a note for them. Okay, we're starting out with a major baddie. Okay, this is Sharpay Evans from the High School Musical series. Now, let's just ask the question. We don't have to describe her. You know her or you don't listen to this podcast is what I'm going to say. Yeah, like if you don't know her, then you don't know us. Like I feel like then you don't know us. If, If you were to just like on like the street meet Vanessa Hudgens playing whatever. I wouldn't wouldn't meet her because I would walk right past her I my would say, eyes like, wouldn't even see i would think she was someone i went to high school i'd be like did i know her from something but nothing important right or yeah. you see sharpay evans plays by ashley tisdale who... i would say i love your work on phineas and ferb i love your work in the tipton hotel i, I love, love your, your work, work. like i tipton. would just say i love your work everywhere ms like i would stop i would get an autograph and even more than Ashley Tisdale, because she's a little bit of a baddie herself in in the world oh, of yeah. actresses. But Sharpay Evans is is the major beat. Like she is the Regina George of that school. Yes, and she runs it. Don't you forget it. She has a slave in the form of her brother who does don't, everything for her. Don't you forget that again? Like we are trained to think she's the bad, mean girl. But what happens is she is the star, and then Vanessa comes in and can't really sing and takes the role from her. And it's like, no, you're right, Sharpay. 
It should have been you. And there's nowhere where you root for Sharpay more than in the third movie when that British. When that underling when that, comes and like ties Sharpay up. Her name's Gemma. Or does Sharpay tie her up? Or does, who gets tied up? I think. I, are they both tied? Okay, so I love Sharpay. This is not what I want. This is not what I planned. What I, planned. I think Sharpay has to go in the top tier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right oh, yeah, in the very sure. top. And this tier list is definitely going to be a little top heavy, I think, because we like all the baddies. Because we so. everybody li- Right, we like. <laughs> right. But there will be some people that we just don't care for. Or maybe yeah, we just don't sure. like quite as much. For okay, sure. Sharpay is up in our toaster strudel tier. But that's not the case for the next person. <laughs> Okay. Somebody we don't like. Now, that is not the case for the next person. Next up is Gia from Full House. Yeah. You may know her from the cigarette episode. You know her from the cigarette <laughs> episode of Full House. Cody, do you know what I found when I was researching this girl? Do you know that I found it said Gia in Full House and Fuller House? <gasps> That's Let like- that sink in. Gia comes with us as an adult. And when I tell you it said something about DJ's fiance, I was like, listen. She probably steals him. Exactly. I was like, nothing would get me to ever click on Fuller House. Not in a million years until I read that. And I was like, now you tell me where Gia shows up and I'm going to be there. Or if the, two, if the two haunts came out of hiding in now, New York City on a, t- on a horse or if something. If the Olsons were in Fuller House. <laughs> if they came I, to Fuller House. Imagine. Imagine the showrunner of the Olsons saying, or the showrunner of Fuller House saying, like, should we ask? And everybody being like, they don't have phones. They don't don't have mailboxes. Like, you have to just wait outside. Okay. If you're like, I don't really know who she is. If you look up Gia or Marla Sokoloff, which is her real name, you do know her. Especially if you're our age. Because she was not only in Full House. She was in Boy Meets World. She's been in Friends. She's been on Grey's. This is a character actress like no other. And when you see her, she did something in our psyche, Cody. And I don't know what it was, but she really hooked in, wouldn't you say? I would say, but here's the thing. I still like her because she was playing Love. opposite Stephanie, right? In right. the cigarette episode. It wasn't DJ. It was Stephanie, I right. think. Right, yeah. I think so, and too. I hate Stephanie from I was Full so House. happy she got her in trouble. So I was glad. I was like, Gia. For real. Gia. 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 We love Gia. I loved this girl. I loved how she looked. I think she's in the Babysitter's Club movie, too, if I'm not mistaken. I think she's the she mean girl in that. Working. She was She's working. in Seventh Heaven. She's in Dude, Where's My Car? Like, if you're thinking the 90s into the 2000s, you're thinking of Marla. I loved her. And even though she was mean, I forget. What was her vibe? She was um maybe Harvey cool. Kiner's bro- sister. In- no. Oh, in Boy Meets World. Yeah, yeah. I think she was. I think she 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 was was one of the people's sisters or something. Yeah. Love it. Anyways, she really, I vibe. I put her in best. So what do you think? Best. Uh, I think we should... (laughs) <laughs> okay, we can we can diversify. She's my favorite. There weren't that many mean girls that we didn't dislike. I mean, in that Let's 90s Let's do it. It's era. our list. It's our list. Gia goes, like it. Gia goes up in the toaster strudel <laughs> tier. We're just going to put Gia. everyone up there. Because... No, but I do love Gia. <laughs> All right. Next up, we're taking a little time machine back, back, back to, honestly, you could tell me any decade this was movie this was movie made. Was this movie shot in the 20s? Was this before? <laughs> it was a futuristic movie was in the 20s. Was it before or after? After Wizard of Oz was filmed and like colorized. I'm not sure. But 
It's in the same space in my mind. This is Rizzo from Greece. Now the Riz, the Riz, Rizzo. If Rizzo isn't your favorite character in Greece, then I, I guess I guess you just really like the lady who makes the announcements, the, now, the principal's I, assistant, because there's no one else better. Almost any of the pink ladies, except. Jan, but I will accept <laughs> the other ones. You, I don't you won't like accept Jan. Sandy, she's a pink no, the, lady eventually. Uh, the Frenchy, original pink right. lady. Yes, I will Frenchy, take Frenchie, and um, I will take Mar- Mary Marty Maraschino, Marty Maraschino, and yeah. I will take Rizzo. I'll I, take Jan. I'm you a big are Jan. Jan. Yeah, you are Jan. It's a dessert wine. You are Jan. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, of course you will. But there's something about the Riz. Now, was it that? She was conservatively <laughs> 60 when she filmed the Riz. I'm looking at this. I need to look up Soccer Channing's actual Soccer age. Channing. She looked about the same age in this as she did yeah. in Practical Magic. In Practical Magic, in that movie where um, what's her name gives birth in a Walmart. Have you ever seen that one? No. <laughs> Natalie I've, Portman. I've literally never birth. seen Soccer Channing until I just watched Practical Magic. I had okay. never seen her in she anything else. She plays the else. first lady in the West Wing. Soccer Channing is like, I love Ooh. to see her. I'd like to look up what. Okay, she's best known for playing Betty Rizzo. <laughs> Betty is who? I in the Betty film Grease. <laughs> I would not have said Betty. In 1978. Rizzo has one of the best songs in this show. Not speaking hyperbolically, there are worse I... things I could do. Okay. Is such an amazing song and... Yeah, and I'll leave it there's at that. A cov- no, I won't ever leave it at that. There's a cover. If you want to see someone take an interesting creative toll or uh, like a take on this, Cody actually sings that I do song sing, period. For one of our YouTube, um, what was it called? Things? Quarantine Cabaret. Yeah, and that's really worth it. The point is, though, that she was 33 when she played Rizzo. Yep. In Greece. Playing like 16. a 17-year-old. Yep. I love Rizzo. I think she's the... Only She's character with any like strudel. dynamic. Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't change who she is. Every the theme of Greece, if you haven't seen it somehow, is like to be happy, give up every all your morals, don't be yourself and be yeah. the worst. Yep. Rizzo stays it from the She's beginning. She's like, I was already that way. I'm and you know good what? She's go. like, I hate this Sandy girl. And I'm like, same. Like she's like, we shouldn't have her here, probably. And I say, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I would she... put her in great, but you can put her up to the top. <gasps> Rizzo ah. Um, she has Just to go in Toaster was, Strudel. Okay, put her in Toaster. She's like the found, one of the founding fathers. She okay. is. Okay. She well, is actually, founding. we'll get to that. All right. Yes. So next up, we have from current TV, well, just ended, Eleanor Shellstrop from The Good Place. Now, you might be thinking like, what? I don't know. Is she really a mean girl in her, Guys. In her past life, whenever they go back? <laughs> Guys. <laughs> The scenes in like her dimly lit office where she's literally selling like fake medicine to old people yep. make me laugh out loud. The scenes where she steals like everything from her roommates. She's always like slapping stuff out of people's hands. I laugh so, so hard at those scenes. And really, I feel like 
Kristen Bell I like in a lot of things, but I really like her in this role because I, I feel like she's usually just cast as kind of like the nice one, like the nice right. spunky one. And I like that she's just like a she's broing out in this role and, and she's just being as it. grody as she can. She's always eating so much shrimp. And Shrimpies. I think that running she joke. She always says shrimpies. I <laughs> shrimp. love it. She's always trying to cuss in the good place and that cuss. I ugh. I've lived in Central PA for too long. Uh-huh, I, uh-huh, I started uh-huh. saying "cuss" nowadays. Um, what did you so, used to say? Curse, curse the word, the actual word. I always just say "swear." I've never said either of those things, oh, okay. and so yeah, you that's good. have always, I know, done one of those, but I couldn't remember what it was. And I swear, <gasps> I swear. guys, he sings. He wants you to look up the quarantine cabaret in case you didn't believe us earlier. So Eleanor Shellstrop is that rare like mix of she is the main character, but she is super interesting, and yeah. she's kind of like an antihero, which is yep. which is fun. So she's good. Where would you put her though? I think I put her in decent, good enough in the fertility. To me, base. I think she's a fertility va- vase. Um, vase. Yeah. <laughs> I think I put her free vase. Guys, really, if you're not getting the message, he wants you to look at the quarantine cabarets. He's saying, guys, I can't help but sing. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's definitely in the fertility vase. A good character, yes, good mean girl, but she's not in the top. Okay, mm-hmm. next up. We are also going a little bit back in time, but just to our youth, okay? Think mm-hmm. the Gia days, right? Mm-hmm. So we're watching Full House sometimes, but then every once in a while, we're switching over. We and we are watching cat <laughs> Sabrina, the Teenage Sabrina. Witch, on TGIF, I'm pretty sure. She TGIF, was on there at one point. And then like Fox Family reruns, I Forever think. and ever I and ever. I think she came with us over there. Uh-huh. So who is our baddie in Sabrina? I don't know if you've ever... Like Lucy Mary. I don't know if you've... Here's how I'll walk you into her. I don't know if you remember or if you even, like, knew this. But in the original Wicked, she actually played Nessa Rose. And so... I don't know if you knew, but it's Libby. I don't know her real name. Didn't need to ever learn it because I just knew Nessa looked, Rose and Libby. That's we've looked that I, up in the past. We've, we've had conversations around Libby many times in so our friendship times. because mm-hmm. it was like, yes, yeah, Sabrina was a fun character, but had you seen Libby? Like, Have you seen Libby? Here's what it was about Libby. Remember that other girl that was just like Sabrina's lackey, the yeah. like friend? And I was <laughs> right. always like, gosh, get out of the way. But Libby really let her know, like, I'm not interested in your magic. I'm not interested in your little ants <laughs> and your cat. Like, I want to ruin your life here in this school. And I was here for it. And she wasn't even like... Like, she was a main character, but not even really. <laughs> like, she only came on sometimes. She came sometimes, around every And so every time, often. we loved the plot points. And so, um, I would put Libby in the fetch tier. Me too. I'm going to read you a really quick sentence that happened on Google that calls what happens to Libby in Sabrina. <gasps> and it says, Sabrina and Salem accidentally fly up Libby's nose and into her brain. And, <laughs> and then? That... And then they control Libby from her brain and make her give money to charity. Now, does that is this fan fiction? I think this this is real. This was the crossover. You know how they have the Chicago crossovers. You know how they had the Sabrina crossovers when they went through the tunnel of color and they ended up in the like Copacabana Boy Meets World episode. Don't ever forget Salem sitting at that bar purring. I think maybe they did another crossover with, um, with the with the magic, magic school, school bus, bus because that is a magic school bus episode. I did not. 
quite remember. I don't remember it. It said what happened to Jenna Lee Green, which is her name, landing a role in the musical Wicked and eventually performing on Broadway. Yeah, we know, guys. We know. But I would put her there. Definitely in the fetch. For sure. Okay, coming up next. This is from a little TV show that, wouldn't you know, um, a couple years ago, Kaylin (laughs) wrote about on Facebook. Oh, Oh my god! I'm outing you. I'm outing you. You had a memory the other day that was like nine years no, ago. No, 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 no. Um, it was like 12, a, it was longer. It was longer. 12, to be it was fair, twelve it was or like, thirteen. It, was, it had to be the freshman year of college because yeah. that's when we were into it, and that's when it came that's out. Me. I think mm-hmm. so. Freshman or sophomore year? Of no, college. no, not or not or sophomore. Freshman. Sophomore, we watched it, it was both 2008. years. I'm just telling you. <laughs> You're so 2000 and late. As she had a memory pop up. A status. Caitlin. Like, Labra ca- at the time. A status that says thankful, thankful for Glee, for Glee. and CSI. <laughs> <gasps> well, 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 I thought I when I read can't that. I believe. Who we is she talking about? Who what hacked is she? your account who? on that day? Myself. That's the most embarrassed I've ever been. That's so funny. So we're going to Glee, which honestly, I probably wrote 17 statuses about. I auditioned I for imagine. the Glee project. Like I was, we were all about Glee. You better believe I did yes. a mashup of True Colors and and I'm telling you, I'm not Go- going. Oh, if we could, if, oh, if enough people do something, he has to do that again. I have to think of a contest where if enough people comment on our post, he has to record that full out again gladly um okay so this we already know she's going the toaster strudel tier she is phenomenal is there something above it is <laughs> yeah, there something right? above the toaster Seriously. strudel tier we absolutely adore her this is santana lopez from glee now r.i.p obviously to naya rivera that was a hard loss i remember we found out we were together when we found out she went mm-hmm. missing and we were yeah, like last what summer in the i think it was world mm-hmm. is happening so, so it's actually so so devastating But it was especially devastating because truly from the time that this is like when I think of like the character you're supposed to dislike, but immediately you're like, no, no, that's the best one. And actual Rachel Berry should be put in jail. Santana is the definition of what we mean by this vibe of this mean girl. She is the best singer. She's the prettiest one. She's the best character. And so it was always like, but I felt like people got it. People would, a lot of people I think would have said Santana was the best. Well, that was so weird. In the first season, she didn't do like anything. And then she like sang like three notes of something. And we were like, wait, we already liked that girl's vibe. And she can sing like that. Why isn't she the main character? And then they basically... You know, made her made the main her. character. Right. They were like, we smart. can't, none of us can do Leah Michelle anymore. She's at the very top. If there was something above, we'd put her there. We love her. Every one of her songs on Glee is the best one there is. I advise everyone to look it up on YouTube because she is the best. Faux show. All right. Coming up next. <laughs> um, this is more a person than necessarily a... <laughs> a character but there's a person that exists out in the world and she is the niece i was gonna say you would think that like somebody couldn't come from such a happy-go-lucky lovely like from one of my favorite actresses actresses. of all time julia roberts Mm -hmm. she birthed a niece and she gave us something bad niece is emma roberts who i don't even know like what she got famous for initially i but was then gonna she, say something on Disney, right? Unfabulous. Is that her? Maybe she just started coming around, and people knew because she yeah. was 
Julia Roberts's niece. She was like, oh, she could be a real actress. So then yeah. she started doing American Horror Story. Then she started doing. She just started doing all this Scream stuff. Scream queens. Scream queens, and that's kind <laughs> of where think. she like. She's the yes. queen bee. She's like Coco Chanel or Chanel something or other. I don't know. I watched like four episodes of that, and then Ryan Murphy, our least favorite showrunner of all time, Human. just made it horrible. And so. Um, Emma Roberts, just as a person, is a mean girl, but also just probably every role she's ever played. I'm going to put her in... Oh, yeah. I just picture her with sunglasses and, like, a furry white jacket. Like, that's it all the time, show or not. I want her in Not Quite It or Horrible. I think I want her in either one of those. I think I want her in Horrible because I'm looking at her list. I don't know many others who I'd put down there. I'm putting her. Let's put her in Horrible because she's horrible. She really is the coach car. We just don't. So we're just going to put this may be a little rude, but we're just putting Emma Roberts down in coach car. If you had to be stuck in in an Uber with Emma Roberts or Bella Thorne, who do you pick? (gasps) Oh, no. I feel like Bella Thorne would just. I feel like she would talk less. Yes. Another let's out you again. And we can ask Bella about Zendaya. That's what I would do. Like, I'd be like, tell me about her. Like, how is it? How is it? With Emma, though, we could ask about Julia and she would probably say something like, I don't like to talk about it. And I'd push her out of the Uber. So she (laughs) goes in horrible for sure. Exactly. So we're just going to go right past the thing where you watched the duff at 2 a.m. last night. I have insomnia because I'm (laughs) due in two days from now and I can't sleep anymore. And I Barbara Barbara is awake. I made fun of the fact that the duff with Mae Whitman was in the top 10 of Netflix this week, which guys, nah, -uh. say it with us. Nah, but now I solidified its place because at one thirty, when I couldn't sleep, I clicked on the duff, thinking like that'll make me fall asleep. And Wrong. maybe hoping did part of you hope it'd be a little bit better? Yeah, because May's one of my because, season tickets. Like I'm upset. I love May Whitman. I wanted to name this child May after her. Yep. I love her, and I don't understand why she did this project. And I still I'm left with more questions than answers after watching it. So that's frustrating. All right, let's get back to a character that we just know well because we grew up with, apparently, for only two seasons. We've said and that on this us, podcast before. Some of us know her better than others. <gasps> oh, Don't my ever gosh. forget I that. Don't okay. you ever forget <laughs> this that. This is Kate from Lizzie McGuire. Okay. Now, Kate from Lizzie was always just a little bit like, she wasn't trying uh, she didn't get it like what right. being mean was she was she was kind of just the classic she was actually classically mean like she but, didn't have right. the like fun i need to root for you she kind of was just right. like ew lizzie and like Yuck. stuck up her nose she like flicked the little cartoon that we all like and we'd be like <laughs> kate like stop and like th- there was no motivation it was hard because lizzie and miranda and gordo were so cool that to think that like somebody would so singularly it was the first time it was just like oh she's just jealous like that's it like we don't have right. to do anything else so she didn't really have a lot of like she wasn't a fleshed out character poor kate and they tried to make kate like more attractive more popular like she had better clothes and you stuff and we're like with hillary think like, of the clientele like we the people watching disney show we're all weirdos like with butterfly clips in our and hair. hillary like, duff rooting- was the prettiest like hillary duff was like right. the picture perfect her and Lelaine were beautiful. So yep. it was like Kate just wearing like a pink sweater isn't going to do it for any of us. 
So she wasn't quite as good. And do we share our claim to fame? Our like two degrees of separation? Somebody or? will do it for us. I'm sure. Because I, I don't want to get it wrong. Is it law school? It's law school in Denver. Kitty Robinson Lee's <laughs> claims. And I'm going to say claims. She claims a lot of things. And here's the genius about Kitty. Nothing is too unbelievable that right. it couldn't be like. Because what she didn't say is like, the girl that played Kate and I are best friends. No, no. She just right. said the girl that played Kate goes to law school with me right now. I now, almost, that's not crazy. I almost feel like Kitty once showed us a yearbook. Do they still do yearbooks no, in law school? No, but she did show us like her Twitter or something. There was some proof that it was like, yes, current student at the same time as her. Kitty, comment on the post and clear this up whenever you listen, please. And tell please. us just how close you were to Kate. So Kate, hmm, honestly, I like in reading her name, I was like, oh, yeah, Kate. But she wasn't it. She, she wasn't, wasn't all quite that. it. You know, so she, I think, is our first person in the Danny DeVito tier. She, was she wasn't not the quite worst it. ever, but she wasn't quite it. Okay, last before our little fun intermission thing we got, um, this is, I just watched this movie last week with a couple people who hadn't seen it, and I laughed so hard again, and they liked it by the, like, we were laughing together, big, big recommend if for some reason you have it, and honestly, I think this is the successor to Mean Girls. Like, Mean Girls walked, and then this movie, I think, also walked. And so, this is Easy A, and- the characters in the whole movie is so so good but when we saw amanda Bynes, here's what it did for us come on our screen as like this bible thumping like christian hot girl like prep what did it do to us here's what i'm gonna tell you exactly what because we did not realize this but now upon looking back, that's the last we got of her. That is the last we yep. got. And even then, we hadn't had her for a very long, like for a while. Like we had not had her since What a Girl Wants, like those kind of times. She's the right? man. Yep. She's the man. Mm-hmm. So we had some years off. She came back as such a beautiful, beautiful cameo to us like that. We were like, but does she still have it? And in this movie, this is the last of that light in there before it went out. Because she is batting a thousand. She's so funny. You can tell she so gets it. Like, she's still with us. It honestly reminds me of, like, oh, yeah. Had, sadly, again, like, whatever happened with mental health and, like, her family and stuff. She got it. She was so good, so young. And she could have kept going. She could have held court with, like, an Emma Stone and stuff. Because she's such a funny character actress in this. So it's hard to separate that out. How glad we were to see Amanda do something really well. But I also think just this character is so, 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 so funny. And I think one of my favorite scenes, which is probably more on Emma Stone than Amanda, but it's so good, is when she's sharpening the pencils in the principal's office. And Emma Stone's like, ooh, ooh, so sharp. Oh, really sharp. You're getting them sharp. You're sharpening the pencils. And she's just like, like, oh my gosh. So funny to me. That whole movie is so good. That movie makes me think, like, why isn't Emma Stone doing more funny things? Like, where's her agent? What does she do? Why is she doing that Netflix show about the future and not like, like we something? get it She's you so got an funny. oscar and I you know, should but you can say that go ahead and say that to people but then just give us more comedies too so, she's don't, so good at it don't leave all the comedies to melissa mccarthy and her husband please okay? not <laughs> you take ben falcone's parts from now on if melissa yeah. mccarthy is in something you're whatever her husband was gonna read emma <laughs> yeah. okay that's halfway through our list so Wait, did we put um, her somewhere 
Oh, I just put her in the fetch list. I feel like put she's her like right not, in the fetch. That's she's exactly not the top. Right. You're right. Yeah, but no, she's right. real, real good. So, um, okay, this is the segment we're gonna call our founding mothers. Yeah. And what we're gonna do here is we're gonna read off some older Mean Girls. So like these aren't high school age like Mean Girl archetype like we've been talking about. These are like the women of pop culture who were mean and so it's like a different vibe right because you are trained in our age to look for a mean girl like i know what her locker is like i know what she does in the cafeteria these are women picture a mount rushmore if you will with all of their faces on it where it was like this is where you guys will all end up if you play your cards right this is how this looks in real life when you're like 50 40 and above yeah, these women came before. They taught them how to be bad. And yeah. so, yeah, it's good. Okay. Paying homage. Let's start with one of our favorites that we have talked about in other episodes, Bellatrix Lestrange. And now here's Bellatrix. what I want. Instead of instead of putting them in categories, because honestly, no. like, they're all going to be towards the top. Um, let's just give them a little, like, one through five rating. Because yeah. we rank, we rate. Okay, guys, we do all wow. of it. So we ranked in, you know, we're ranking the Mean Girls. We're rating the Founding Mothers. So give me like a one to five. What's like a Mean Girl thing? I like a, What's a oh. Mean Lady thing? Are you asking me to? What yeah, are you like me? one to five what? Like, like you know how we did Cats for Taylor Swift way back yes, in the day? Yes, yes. Um, slaps. Because they yes. always like slap people across the face yes. in like soap operas and stuff. Slaps. Yes. One to five slaps. Bellatrix okay. Lestrange. Five I being good. Obviously. love Bellatrix so, so much. We talked yeah. about it when we do all of our Harry Potter stuff. It's her time of year to come out again. I give her <laughs> a four only because Bellatrix is not connecting with the world around her. So like she's yeah. not even like she plays she f- plays for no team. Like she's just like there to like do what she wants. So it's not quite a calculated mean as just like a complete lunatic. And she can't quite be five because when um, Mrs. Weasley, spoiler alert. Okay. It's the best. Not my daughter you beep and then yeah. kills her. That's still she, so that's satisfying. It. So we obviously right. like Mrs. Weasley more in that 100%. moment. 100%. So. Yes. All right, very good. How about Miranda Priestly from The Devil's Devil Wears Prada? 25 slaps. That's 25 <laughs> slaps. If anyone and is telling she's me. she's slapping Anne Hathaway, which is <laughs> makes us happier. Guys, please, if you ever are having a bad day, go watch the monologue where she talks to her about the blue sweater. And honestly, honestly, you will feel so much better <laughs> than before. <laughs> Bella, or Miranda Priestly is a five, guys. I Meryl Streep, we get it. We get it. But if you're yeah. going to rank her her performances, I'm putting Miranda Priestly very high. True. And honestly, people do. Like, she people don't see that as like, beautiful. oh, she was stooping nope. low to some nope. comedy nope. or whatever. That- it really isn't a different. This is another experiment for you to do. Like, if you have a boy around that would not normally pick a movie like this to put on. Ask yes. them what they think about The Devil Wears Prada. It will blow your mind. It is everybody's favorite movie for some reason. She's five slaps. Would you agree? I would agree. Let's go to um, like convenience store version of Meryl Streep, which is Glenn Close. And that'll bring us to our next person, <laughs> Cruella <laughs> DeVille. Hope not. Oh, ah! <laughs> what's that thing? Cruella DeVille. Alfred I want her Nob. version. What is <laughs> Alfred Nobbs? Albert Nobbs. <laughs> <Albert laughs> <Albert laughs> <Albert laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Glenn Close said the Oscar is mine for hillbilly elegy, and no, it isn't, baby. You keep working. You keep working. Cruella Deville in general. I'm gonna give her three slaps out of yeah, five. Like both the Disney version dogs. and yeah, I mean so Emma Stone's like, version probably yeah. a little less, honestly. Yeah. Um, but she again, like I remember watching 101 Dalmatians as a young kid and being and like gravitating. That? Right, I'm drawn to Cruella Deville. That I'm like skeleton that in a coat. So much more interesting than the people who like the dogs. Than the mom or whatever. Than like the woman. Yeah, no, they just used the exact drawings from the bottom of Peter Pan, and they were like, just do this. Nobody will even notice. We love. All right, let's go to, I love this character, Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. Five slaps. Lucille Bluth, she rests in peace again to the actress, but she- I didn't know that. mm -hmm, During COVID. (gasps) Yeah. What? I so, really the, did not know. The amazing thing about that actress, she was also voicing on Archer, that like crazy, like, oh, yeah. She did the same thing as Lucille Bluth, basically, over there. This character is in that cast, if you think of who's in that, she is one of, if not the funniest one, like for her one lines. Yes, when she I agree. says, I don't understand the question and I won't respond to it, when they <laughs> ask, like, if you want to make that a platter at a restaurant. <laughs> She says, I don't understand the question, and therefore I won't respond to it. That is so funny. She is laugh out loud at all times. Love her. And she is where uh, my roommate from college, Joe Bashotti, took all his cues. So really, I have to thank her for that. We do. We do. She really informed a personality. Okay. This is more for you than for me because you really watch the show a lot. But how about Karen Walker from Will and Grace, played by the wonderful Megan Mullally? The amazing. I want to give her somewhere between three and four. The funniest joke that now runs about Will and Grace is how everybody that like wouldn't naturally like it says like, but that Karen is funny. A lot of people are writing yes, that into that shows how because that's what happened. A lot of people didn't like it, but she drew everybody in. She has the she has the best lines on the show and she made it amazing. Lucy Mary, she didn't do that voice in the first season. And it was oh, like yeah. she just talked normal. And, and then she did it on one line towards the end. And everybody was like, nope, that's it. Now you are that forever. And it's such a good change. Such a good casting choice. Okay. So we'll do just three more. And real quick, give me your ranking. Maggie Smith in Downton Abbey. Maggie Smith in Downton Abbey. That's the only character you laugh at. Like, she really brings it. So I give her three slaps. Okay, Maggie Smith as Mother Superior and Sister Five <laughs> slaps. Five slaps. She says, like, I see what you're doing, Whoopi, and I'm not into it. And then she says, I'll save your life at the end. Five slaps. And let's do Sophia Perillo from Golden Girls. Five slaps. Like, she is such a troll to all of them. Love it. Lucy Mary, she was younger than them. She looked older, but was younger. She was actually one of the moms. Isn't that the... She was one In of the, the show? other... Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like another fact. <laughs> another fact. She, she was, was younger than But her own mom. Dorothy's mom. Yes. 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 Which is, yes. Lucy Mary. She was younger. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's get back. Thank you, Founding Mothers, for doing all Teaching of the us, work you could us. do. Really, they were it, like women's rights activists, essentially. Founding Mother Gothels. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> Mother Gothels. She could be on our list, Five too. Slams. But we talked about her on another We episode. love her. Okay, let's get back into our tier list. We're starting out with a banger, okay? This is the one, the only Angelica Pickles from Rugrats. Guys, of all the kids, like who did you who did you think <laughs> was the best? Really? It was Angelica. I so I will say this, I'll be honest, growing up, 
I really, I mean, Lil is my favorite. Love yeah. Lil, but related to Chucky in some moments, related yeah. to Tommy in some moments. Okay. Yeah. Never related to Dill. <laughs> okay. Hated Dill. Dill. I <laughs> cheered when Tommy left him under that tree. But now, if we're, talking, <laughs> if we're talking, if we're talking baddies and like mean girl like she is just the original like they they made her for a kids show be a brat and she's the reason a lot of the people when we did our episode on old school nickelodeon shows couldn't watch rugrats she's the reason and if you can make like grown-ups scared Scared? you're an animated character because you know why that she made them scared because she was nice to the adults that was the trick like she was so nice if you guys recall i told this story before i once stabbed a, f- a f- like a fellow babysitting kid with a plastic fork because she wasn't helping me clean up at the end of the night. So obviously, <laughs> I really identify with Angelica Pickles because no parent would have thought that I would have done that, but I did. <laughs> She's got to be in the toaster strudel tier. Definitely. We have so many up in the elite tier, but guys, deal with it. They're elite. Okay, next up, we have a little show that was called... <laughs> Pretty little Pretty liars. big little lies. And wouldn't you believe, in college, there was a season where Kayla and I got real into this show. I remember yeah. I was... it wasn't in my status. I was writing a paper, my senior seminar paper, senior year of college, and On you would this? watch... No. <laughs> and you would watch Pretty Little Liars in the yeah. cubicle next to me at the library. Yep. Yep, yep, and yep. I'd be writing, and every, like, 10 minutes, I'd be like, okay, give me a summary. Like, yeah. I would ask uh-huh. you to kind of summarize those, and out of one corner of my eye, I was seeing, like, doll heads and mental yes. institutions and Bianca Lawson Hospital playing a 16-year-old. Gowns. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> so, and the character, the baddie that we loved... Obviously, was Mona. My question is, could you tell us the actress name real quick? Because I know you can. Janelle Parrish. <laughs> Wait, is that is a it? professor at Messiah? <laughs> <laughs> no, Janelle Paris or Janelle Parrish. One of those is I a don't professor know. I'm at Messiah. It up. I'm looking it up. I think Parrish. I, I am. Right. Yeah, Janelle Parrish. You're right. You're right. Ooh, of course you are. It. Isn't she another one that was like way older than we thought? Oh, she was much older. And then she comes back for like all the boys I loved before and is like still playing someone just out of high school. And it's like, she's very old. So actually much like The Good Place, if you ask me right now, like what's the trick about The Good Place? I've watched it and I'm like, I think they're in the bad place. Like it doesn't stick up here like what the (laughs) real thing is. Pretty Little Liars, nothing sticks. Is Mona good? Is she bad? Is she alive? Is she dead? Is she A? Is she B? Is she one of the girls? Was she texting? Was there I don't a twin? know. I, Is there a British she, twin? <laughs> did she die at the hands of the babysitter? I don't know. But what I do know is that we love Mona. Like is she, she Nanny Carrie? Is she dating the guy from The Luck of the Irish? These okay. are questions that we have if you watch PLL. But Where I would she you goes, put Mona? Probably right in the middle. Yep. Decent. Right? Okay. She's with Eleanor Shellstrop right in the yeah, middle. Fertility great. boss. Okay, next up, this was a viewer submission, a listener uh-huh. submission, and you're going to have to take it away. Uh-huh. This is Nellie Olson, guys, from Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> Here's why that is so funny. They were literally, like, worried about, like, making food to eat, and Nellie was pulling things that you could not believe. Like, Nellie was the original mean girl. Nellie was, again... I think in that day, like, girls had, like, chores. Like, you should be, like, making sure that there's, like, 
fire, like wood for the stove and stuff. And Nellie's main job was to ruin other people's lives. Like she was the Kate from Lizzie McGuire. And so it is. Jewel told us this. And that is such a funny thing that she made the time to try to ruin other people's lives on the prairie. That's very And you'll very remember important. that was submitted by Jewel Copa. You'll remember Jewel because she had the final story in our summer she camp. Also or summer memories on episode. the prairie. She also lived on the prairie. Let me tell you this, Caitlin, because you don't know this. Jewel was flown out to Colorado to share that story at a birthday party. No, because no. that was the the person's wish. That. Was that- they that they would get the real Abigail to come. Honestly, share the that story. doesn't surprise me at all. That's perfect. Yep. Okay. So where does Nellie Olson go? You get to make the decision here. She's gonna go. Nellie Olson. That is so funny. I want to send you clips of her. She goes in not quite it because you really hate her so much because it's just mm. like so like you don't need to be this way. Got it. Okay. Next, we're going to a show that like, I mean just defined a generation and for me that was the generation of 23 to 25 yeah mm-hmm, was, mm-hmm. even though it should have been when i was younger this is one tree hill it's an icon we have tried to do we've submitted that as people like don't options like it enough you guys Patreons. don't like it enough people right. don't like it enough so you know it's okay but we've got two baddies on one tree hill that we yep. need to talk about the first one is the person they really made like throughout the series really made the baddie and like really tried to get you to not like someone because they tried that with Brooke at the beginning, and everyone fell in silly, love. Silly, silly, silly guys. Davis, and so you could not. They had to come up with another character. This was Rachel, the redhead. She like actually was a bad person, like in every. Think of how. Think of how close to recall her voice is right now i could yeah. hear her being like <laughs> sorry brooke it. like just like walking around here's what they did with us with rachel they literally made her satan reincarnate like anything <laughs> rachel would like burn someone's house to the ground rachel would crash somebody's car rachel would like literally i think get pregnant by somebody that we that was in a betrothed or something like that and then they'd be like there was one episode where they were like, but Rachel's dad isn't home. And they tried to like tell us that like we are supposed to like, we are supposed to show sympathy for Rachel. It never happened for me. I'm sure it's a much more traumatic thing that happened to Rachel in real, like in the show, because nothing was just as easy as that. Yes. Right. But it was like, I'm not going to change. When I see that face, I only feel one way about that woman. And I'm sorry when you have Brooke Davis next to her also running around being a baddie, but being a better version Way of one. Way better. Because honestly, I'm going to say Brooke Davis has to go in Toaster Strudel. All the way like, to the strudel. straight to the top, okay? Way to, way to the top. Straight to the top. And Rachel, I didn't hate Rachel, but I definitely think she's in our Danny DeVito character category. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, she's she's toward the bottom, um, and that actress has never Is worked again. I'll tell you that. Way, like, she, yeah, she's doing... She stands outside of the town where it was filmed and says, like, does anyone want a tour? That's what I <laughs> and think And you know the doing. ending of that character, the arc? I don't remember. Ran off with Dan Scott. I was going to say that or was, like, killed in that bridge crash. No, no, that was, like, back in season three. <laughs> yeah. No, ran off with yes, Dan Scott. Yes, now that you say That's that, I do. Uh-huh, insane. uh-huh, uh-huh. That's perfect, actually. Good for her. Okay, next up, we have, this is so specific that I don't know if people are going to know this or not, but this is Nanette Manoir from the show Angela Anaconda. And what is she? 
specifically. <laughs> Nanette Menoir is a stuck-up jerk-face knob. Yeah, so, and that tells you everything you need to know. If you watched Fox Family, back when it was Fox Family, you do know the show. It's like ransom note people cut out of... It's like, like old yearbook, howdy-doody faces <laughs> yes. put on like stick figures. Yes, and Angelon Anaconda was like a fever dream of a show. Like someone, there's a meme going around like... Please tell me someone else remembers the show or did was it just my nightmare? Did I make it up? It was like before or after S Club 7 or something. Like it was just like there. You were catching it as you were watching other things. Yep. And so she's literally in the theme song and she's called a stuck up jerk face knob in the theme song. She is like a little blondie, like Glinda the Good Witch mm-hmm. kind of character. Um, and I don't remember. And like there's not enough to say besides like we the had to include is, her because she was a baddie. We like Angelica. Like, I mean, uh, we did. Angela and like so that's another thing like the lizzie mcguire thing like it wasn't like we did not like someone bullying her because she was a cool weird like main girl enough exactly so nanette i think she has to go into our danny devito category yeah, she can she's, go there too. she's down there um but for those of you who understand that reference thank you and join us because there's mm-hmm. not very many of us here please Okay, next up, we have Blair Waldorf we from love. Gossip Girl. I almost put instead of Blair Waldorf, everyone, question mark, from Gossip, <laughs> Gossip Girl. Girl like, honestly. I, is there a good, I don't think, because then they're all good. Like, at, at some point, I think that, well, not all. Well, okay, spoiler alert. Should we say it? No, what? I won't say it, like who Gossip Girl was, Don't. but they're really the main mean girl of the they show. They are the main mean girl. I'm thinking about little they... Where Are You Christmas. What was her name on the show? Oh, Jenny was her name Jenny on the show. Jenny is the ultimate, like, lower than what we Jenny, have. Here's the deal. Jenny's not um, a mean girl in pop culture, but we're putting her in the coach car category She anyway. goes there just for being <laughs> around us. stand that character. Get away from me. So Blair I love Waldorf. Blair, but love. this is very against my norm. I was a Serena person all the way because I've I've never been captivated like by Blake. None of us have like by Blake Lively. We've said this a million times, but like Kaylin and I, we're, when we see a blonde person, it's like, okay, whatever. I'm looking at like, one right I'm, now. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, okay, what else have you got for not me? Not that impressed. That don't I'm impress really not me much. much. <laughs> um, so, but yes, you can't really compete when you have Blake Lively on the screen. No. It's just really hard to do. We should have hated Blake Lively, Serena, but we didn't. But, and that's so, why I can never remember. Like, are we supposed to or not? A different a different actress. Maybe I feel different about Serena. Blair, we had seen one, we'd seen a million. And even the actress, like, and, and really the actress. <laughs> is it Minka Kelly or has, is it Leighton Meester? If you haven't watched The Roommate, there's even proof that they are the same. So she didn't stand out as much, but definitely loved Blair still. Yeah, I did to love me, Blair. I think has to go up in the fetch category because she really was an iconic one of that generation. Yes. And she was rich, so she could pull off some. And those really headbands. Those headbands. <laughs> okay, two more for you guys. All right. Second to last, I had to put this towards the end because hopefully some people like stopped listening because this I is inappropriate. We'll never forgive you for two things in my life and we won't speak about them, but they both have to do with things that you've made me watch, and this is one of the two. I made you watch this. We watched this together. I always forget that. I honestly, I cannot. I will never forgive you ever. So go ahead. Well, this is really my sister Gail's fault because she had a poster of this in her bedroom because she worked at the movie theater and brought it home. This is the 90s classic. Maybe it was early 2000s. I think it was late 90s. Cruel Intentions. Definitely 90s. This is a People should all be in jail. Everyone should be in jail. You for making me watch it. (laughs) 
<laughs> me for watching it. Everyone that starred in it. But the beautiful thing that we get from it is Sarah know. Michelle Geller dyes her hair brown yeah. and plays the mean girl. Like, honestly, not just a mean girl, like, horrible person. And minor spoiler, but she gets what's coming to her at the yeah. end of it. Like, she's a bad, bad person. And still, you're entranced by it because of Sarah Michelle Gellar, who was used to playing, like, good girl stuff. Or even Buffy, she's tough, yeah, but she's yeah. a good girl. She's a blonde. She dyed her hair brown, and she was a bad, bad girl. In I saw a meme... The other day from like Gen Z that said, when you find out, Cody, it said, when you find out that Daphne and Fred are married in real life. Oh, my. Who on I, earth sees I those the two people and says, oh, that's Daphne and Fred <laughs> when thinking about them. I would go first here to Cruel Attentions for her. I would go first anywhere for that. I would go to I Know What You Did Last Summer, which they both were in. Anywhere. I would go to Friend of Jennifer Love Hewitt and that guy. Like, that's what I would say. Three-named guy. It's just crazy that someone would remember them from the live-action Scooby-Doo when they were the reigning king and queen of the 90s. Like, True. I will say casting for that was impeccable. For, for the live action Scooby Doo. I mean, I the guy love who what plays. what they did with the dog with Scooby himself. <laughs> they could not. <laughs> they have couldn't have cast that, that better. better. Okay. And then I'll put her in, I think, the fertility vase because, like, just middle of the road. I mean, well, actually, you want to put her lower. I want to forget she wanna... exists. <laughs> okay. So I we'll want right to ban the, the movie forever. <laughs> okay. And then last up, I love this one. You came up with this one. <laughs> this is the Ashleys. The Ashleys. The Ashleys. <laughs> we could also put group. Ask Ashley, actually. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ask Ashley. That's me from all that could totally be on here. But this is the Ashleys from the hit show Recess. Which love it. If... Recess defines my after school experience. You love it. Yes. And I think 100%. before school experience. Honestly, like I feel like it was on a lot and yeah, I always was. watched Recess, but I was so little me was obviously captivated by the of Ashleys. Of course, by the Ashleys. Of course you were. This was another one that was like on the same as Angela Anaconda, right? Oh, yeah. yeah Fox yeah. Family, like at the yeah, same, that, yeah, Saturday yep. morning block or whatever like that. Yep. The Ashleys were so, so funny. They were just, it was four of them, right? They just like There's moved four. around. I'm thinking in a- Ashley A, <laughs> Ashley B. I'm looking this up now because I know Please. Ashley A. She was like leader. Ashley A, Ashley B, Ashley Q, Ashley T. Ooh, Is Q-T. that it? Oh, that is and so then good. And the episode where they're in their clubhouse, the whole episode that revolves around uh-huh, them. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. then we find out that Spinelli... Her first name was Ashley, yes! and she got to join for like a day. That oh episode my gosh. is just completely iconic. That is so so good. We lo- I loved the Ashleys. That's actually so true. Where do you want to put them? I, they're iconic. They are the plastics before the plastics. Exactly. They did it, and that's so funny that they're a cartoon. version like that is just so so funny when they would show up they're either in fetch or toaster strudel that's for you to decide are they i i put them in i personally put them in fetch but if you want toaster strudel nope that's i think so good because i didn't think of them first in this category they're just so that's so hilarious to me so good all right so that's our tier list obviously you can't see them because we're not showing you our faces but let's just our toaster strudel tier which is really the the important one (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, i look like serena (laughs) You look like, and I look like Blair. Blair. 
I look like the dad from the, uh, Jenny's dad. Um, you look like Jenny in like some of her bad seasons. I look like, wait, Taylor Momsen, isn't that her? And didn't, yeah. wait, didn't she also play the girl from The Ring? No, wait, that's no. someone else. Never mind, sorry. The girl who voiced Lilo in Lilo and Stitch okay. played the girl in The Ring. That crawls out. Yeah. You know what I confuse a lot? The I ring might need and to the fact grudge. Check What's <laughs> the difference? Need... Oh, they're very similar. The ring like... is the TV and the grudge is the well. No, the ring is the well and the TV and all the of it. Grudge the grudge is just, ah. Yeah, okay, the person okay. just like comes in corners, wherever. Like in like a lot of corners, corners in the house. Yeah. Okay. Wait, maybe we should do a horror film episode. That would be. It would be like funny. that because that's yeah. what I remember. And then it would just be an homage to the orphan, my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> in our toaster strudel category, we have the best baddies of all time: Sharpay Evans, yes, Gia from Full House, Gia Never question forget. mark, uh huh, Rizzo, apparently Betty Rizzo, Betty Rizzo, please, Santana, best ever, Angelica, and Brooke Davis, and That's honestly, a great. I'm picturing those six like yeah, uh, as Taylor Bad Swift blood. and the Entourage, hundred percent. So if you cross them in a dark alley, who that's you're it? For Angelica it. has a bazooka. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We absolutely love it. If you want to join us even more and listen to our whole repertoire of episodes, there's like 40 to 50 episodes. You can go over to patreon.com slash rank, and then you also get voting power. So those of you who really wanted pop culture Chris's, I'm sorry, you lost by one vote. So get your friends to join Patreon, and we'll talk about them next time. Bye.